0: versus the world's productions. Nerds on the internet. What more could you ask for? www.vtwproductions.com Listen to Casually Hardcore Sundays at 4 p.m. Eastern If it's geek, it's fair game. Come and get your geek on. www.vtwproductions.com Ladies and gentlemen... God Johnson.
1: Destroy them with lasers.
2: Sit down, you bunch of clowns. Uh, Yeah, that's right, I played the Knife Party song with my voice in it, that's right. That's just how cocky I feel today. Uh, Hey, thank you everybody for joining us for Nerdtacular 2012. I could not be happier to see many familiar faces, a few new ones, and some I haven't seen in a couple of years. Uh, friends and family and neighbors and helpers and volunteers, Uh, it's just kind of awesome. I want to just quickly get, I only have about a half an hour to do this little intro stuff, so I'm going to quickly get to some thanks, then I want to show you a little something, and then we're going to get to the day proper. Um, First of all, I want to thank our sponsors today, sounds like like one of the shows, right? (laughs) Doghouse Systems. Fantastic supporters of uh, of this event, and also uh, all things Frog Pants. We love those guys. And there is a full-blown doghouse gaming notebook we'll be giving away uh, later today. So you're all eligible to win. Uh, team Seventeen, the makers of Worms, uh, one of the <laughs> one of the co-creators of the original game, is actually in the building. So. Be nice to the first British person you see, unless it's Terpster, then all bets are off. (laughs) Uh, University of Advancing Technology, they're filming this today and they are amazing. I really want to give a huge uh, round of applause to them. As you may be aware, this is uh, both streaming live, so those at home, hello. Uh, Those who are here, all of this stuff will show up on a DVD compilation at one point. uh, you'll all look lovely in high-def, I'm sure. So uh, so thank you, guys. Uh, Lantronics. I also have a representative from Lantronics here someplace. There he is. Uh, and if you're, ha- if you're a little sleepy, Rage Quit Relief, you could take. <laughs> and I know David's here someplace. I don't know where, but um, let's see who else we got. Uh, choremonster.com. Fantasy Coin LLC, somewhere giving chocolate coins out. Make sure you eat those. Uh, majorspoilers.com with their own Steven Schleicher, right here. He will help me take home this today. Uh, let's see who else. Uh, everybody on Kickstarter, many of you are here, all those at home. Thank you, Kickstarter, for everything you guys did. We couldn't have done it without you. Uh, Somebody wrote in Terpster at the bottom. I wonder who did. Uh, Special thanks to Blizzard Entertainment. I would point your attention to that corner. It's really important to note this, uh, that pile of swag will be given out all, there's a bunch of stuff we're saving for the end, but we're giving that out all day. So like if you ask a question of the next panel, if you're just looking cool, if you're under the age of 12 and I think you're a cool looking kid, you're going to get a pile of crap today. <laughs> so so watch for that. There's going to be, no one will walk away from N12 empty handed this year. Uh, so thank you Blizzard for all that you did. Uh, I want to thank the following individuals, Corinne Lewis, Brian Ibbett, and David Michael for helping this thing happen, especially Corinne. <laughs> Woo! Perhaps equally, maybe more importantly, my wife, Kim, and my children, Carter, Nick, and Taylor, wherever they are. There she is in the back. I am not kidding about that, by the way. I would be hosed. Uh, Let's see. Who else? Who else? I got to thank all the Frog Pants people who showed up today. Uh, they are friends, they are family. I love these people, they're all up here in this front row. And I just want them to get just a huge round of applause, please. Now, we have other podcasters in our midst. I don't wanna forget, I'm gonna forget somebody. If I forget you, I swear it's not on purpose. But there are people like Adam Christensen from the MattCast out here someplace, wherever he is. Uh, Paul Swickard is here someplace, where's he at? Ah, that's right, Paul. Jonathan Strickland made his flight, yeah! Joel Duggan, where are you at? Cartoonist extraordinaire, fellow podcaster. Uh, AIE? Uh, Paul and Storm will be uh, performing later. Are they here? They're not here yet. Yeah, yeah, lazy. Those lazy sacks. <laughs> Don't worry. They're just prepping. They'll be all set to go tonight. Um, let's see who else. Oh, and there's another Terpster mention that got written in here. <laughs> you think I'm kidding. It's actually right on the page. Uh, John Anilio will be opening for them tonight. Where's John? John. <laughs> all this really cool, uh, What? Oh yeah, ice warm. don't forget ice warm. You're on here, I just haven't got to yet. Andrew Smith, who makes this cool metal sculpture stuff and this trophy, I don't know where Andrew is, amazing. Uh, Bill Duran doing her costume contest. Uh, We've got big help today from both uh, uh, Matt Anderson, one of my co-raid dudes, he leads our raid now, and an all-around good guy, and he goes to lunch with me once in a while, so Matt, take a bow, Matt. And then finally, Scott Duar, who's been here every year since 2007, was a fledgling, stupid little thing we did. And it was awesome to see him here again this year. And he helped out this morning, lifted tons of boxes and helped us run the, the tables out there. So Scott, wherever you are, thank you for that. Thank you. <laughs> all right. A couple of pieces of business that they want me to make sure to mention. Keep stuff relatively clean if you can. They don't have a ton of staff here. So we, we're all pretty smart adults. So it's never usually a problem, but they want me to mention, you know, try to keep stuff cleaned up. Uh, The grab bags. Oh, so Kim will do a whole lot of random giving people crap. So (laughs) if you feel like you missed a t-shirt because it went over your head or somebody next to you got handed something and you didn't get it, just find Kim. She has so much stuff. (laughs) She'll give you her stuff. So talk to her. (laughs) A a quick note about the, uh, so as many of you know, we're doing a free screening of, uh, of Brave tomorrow. And the way that's gonna work is you, the people who, are, who can go to Brave are the ones that are on the website said, yes, I want to go to Brave the next day. So if you're one of those people, is it you I'm putting them to? Okay, you'll meet with Corinne at some point during the day, and she will give you an extra like, ticket for that. And She's got all your names and stuff, so it'll be real easy. Um, I wanted to mention that. Also, uh, t-shirts, what? Oh, t-shirts. If you pre-purchased a t-shirt, they're gonna be back there all through the day as well. So you just gotta say, hey, I'm so and so. We got t-shirts, there are people jumping back there, and we, we've got scooters, right? <laughs> um, what else? Did I miss anything? We make sure. That's it. All right. I stand before you today, it's not this serious, um, with ha- having just hit my 11th year making the My Extra Life webcomic. And it came and went without me actually noticing. The 11-year 11, the 11 anniversary was the 11th of June. And it just kind of came and went. And that's the thing I've done since the beginning. It kind of was the proto, I don't know, the primordial ooze that became Frog Pants. And so as proud of I am as that, it also ra- reminded me that I've been doing these shows and working with these great people for, geez, six, seven years. Right, Brian? Yeah. So without too much further ado, where'd Brian Ibbott go? Are you doing this? All right. Yes, he's going to do that. So what I'm going to do real quick, clap if you recognize some of this stuff, a little short montage of where Frog Pants has gone and where it's going to go. Nothing fancy, mind you. Just play the music.
0: I'm having a credit card reader installed in my butt crack. I'm listening to Extra Life Radio. Birds are singing. The sun is shining. I have a pretty bow in my hair, and I feel as pretty as a little girl.
3: You are listening
4: to Extra Life Radio.
5: Good luck. Smack
6: Smack yep. You gave it your best
7: effort. Beep be be beep, beep.
0: And now it is time for the sack of film.
1: There is a hole in
0: the
8: roof. You
0: can be my wingman anytime.
9: Millions
0: of bees! Usually
8: when they do that, it
0: leaves a hole. Tonight you sleep in hell.
9: Looks like some sort of laser spear.
1: <laughs> I can smell them.
0: I know you gentlemen have been through a lot, but when you find the time, I'd rather not spend the rest of this winter tied to this f***ing couch. Ah? Booby. Oh, sure. When I'm not busy making faces at the
10: humans, I'm listening to The Instance, Alliance Pigs. (laughs) The World of Warcraft podcast, so you don't have to. This is The Instance.
2: Terpster and Randy should wave. Let's wave. Terpster and Randy and Dills. Where's Dills? Oh,
0: I like a fish Where's Dills, Dills
2: go? All right.
0: You know that now that you've accomplished this great task, you can come to me and identify your items for free. I will pay for free. I have
1: current
0: geek. Current ha.
1: Ready for dust off in the prime 5x5. Carrier has arrived.
2: The creep, the creep everybody, the creep. This is
0: Hypothetical Help with Scott and Terpster, neither of whom are actual therapists or counselors.
4: (laughs) There are those who believe that life here began out there.
0: A delicious part of your nutritious breakfast. This is the Morning Stream.
2: Then you can eat rice!
0: Add your favorite sausages.
2: Then you shall have no
10: treaty. No vaccine and no lieutenant yard!
0: You are listening to App Slappy Podcast.
7: App Slappy. App Slappy. App Slappy. App Slappy. App Slappy. App Slappy.
0: You guys want some sandwiches?
1: It's like you're there.
2: All right. That's it. So, these filming guys are going to hate me because I pace. I apologize to the film guys. Uh, that was fun, of course. Uh, I do want to mention one thing. Both Eric and Eileen couldn't be here today. Eileen tried so hard yesterday with horrible playing stuff, and she, I feel horrible that she even had to go through all that, but she couldn't make it, and Eric couldn't either. So, a tip of the app slappy to them, please. Just one big round of applause. <laughs> All right, uh, moving right along here. Uh, hold on, do I have all the right stuff? Wrong notes, fantastic. Oh, here they are. That's what you want. Um, I, wanna, I, I don't, I don't want to bring things down too much, and I may get a little goofy over this, I apologize. But I'm about to read something that I feel like kind of embodies the, what is great about this community, and that is to say what's great about you guys uh, and what's great about these producers I work with and and friends, and uh, so I'm going to read this letter I got. Uh, but right before Nerdtacular was about to hit, um, and I'll try to make it through. This it's a little rough, but uh, it's from somebody named Jeff. It says, "Hello, my name is Jeff, and I want to help with your Nerdtacular event. My son, sorry, let me back up. My son had a really tough battle with childhood leukemia. From the age of seven, he was in a hospital and has had every treatment known to man." We gave my son an iPod to listen to his favorite music. Uh, In about a week, he had started listening to podcasts. About a year ago, he found your show, Film Sack, and it was amazing to see him laugh so much. He quickly found your other shows, The Morning Stream, The Instance, and Final Score. You and your peers really became a family to him. I cannot express the amount of joy you gave to him. The hope you blessed him with, and the great sense of pride that you instilled in him. My son thinks that the Bryans, or I'm sorry, Thinks that Brian Ebbett, Brian Dinaway, and Randy are like superheroes. He especially loves both Bryans. <laughs> <laughs> so here's where it gets a little rough. Um, my son passed away four months ago, and has this has been really hard, even to write this email. I know that he would really... I know that one day he really wanted to come to Nerdtacular and meet his heroes, and the people that so unselfishly gave him such joy and happiness in the toughest times of his life. Thank you so much. I can't put into words how much your show has meant to my family. Thank you, Jeff. Um, So that just about killed me when I got that. And uh, a a big hand for just the memory of this kid. So I knew that was going to be a little rough to read, but to me it embodies, I don't know, something more than just a bunch of shows about stuff you're into, about your everyday life, about politics, about humor, about video games. There's something deeper in this community, and it, it really does come down to the kind of people you are. So one last round of applause before we move on, and that is for you guys. Thank you so much for making it what it is. All right, on that note, um, I think I ended that a little early, didn't I? That's okay. We'll take an extra couple of minutes to get set up, but next up, and by the way, that's the last downer note of the day. All right? The whole rest of the day, we get to have fun, we get to have a blast, we have a concert later. Uh, don't forget food.'ll be available for lunch, third floor. You're also anybody who wants to go out is welcome too. There's no' I'm not locking you in or something. Uh, it'll work a little bit like it did last year. but um, We've got a lot more mingle time this year. We did that on purpose so that uh, we could you know, hang around and get pictures and meet more people and have less of a rush between uh, excuse me, between panels. The next uh, panel that we have will be the Frog Pants panel, the producer's panel, where we'll have a whole bunch of these fine folks up here on stage. Brian Ibbott and I will run around like headless chickens and have you guys ask some questions while Kim throws swag at your face. <laughs> um, and I don't want to forget the frosting on the Frog Pants cake. Scott Fletcher, everybody. All right, and and anyone else, I forgot. The sound people are amazing. Everybody's great, so have a great time today. We'll take a break real quick, get set up up here, and then be ready with your questions. This is all about you. If you want to know Terpster's deepest secrets, if you want to know the, the secret to Randy's fantastic hair. If you want to know just how much Veronica likes cats, now is your chance. So uh, we'll see you guys in a bit. Hang tight.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, the Frog Pants Producers Panel.
2: Very, very exciting. It was like a year ago today that we did this same freaking thing. Uh, I can't get enough of these people, so I have a feeling that perhaps some of you will have some great questions for them, but we'll get started with a few of our own before. I I did forget an announcement earlier, and that was that uh, up on the second floor of the booths, someone nod in my direction, third, thank you. Uh, there will be Bill Duran will be there taking your entries for the costume contest today. So if you have a, cont- a costume between when lunch starts and 1.30, you need to just make an appearance there in costume so he can register you. Now you don't have to wear it all day if you don't want to. You can take it off or whatever, preferably in a bathroom and no one can see you do it. But right. But when you do that, that way you get registered to to, uh, be entered into the contest later today, where you'll get awesome prizes and more. All right. Uh, Yes? Oh, have stuff on me? No, that's great. My wife would have done that if she was right here with me. Um, I'd like to introduce what we have on the panel today. Let's start on this far end. Tom Merritt, everyone.
0: Tom, if there is a pun in here, I'll find it merit.
2: Yeah, Tom is the punniest person I know. Next to him, Randy Jordan. Randy, don't touch
0: my Jesus hair, Jordan.
2: (laughs) Next to him, the lovely and talented, I'm sorry, Veronica Bamba. (laughs) I told her I'd sneak one of those in. All right, give hers again, will you? Veronica, she will paint her
0: face with your blood, Belmont.
2: <laughs> Next to uh, Veronica, we have... Mark No-Take-Candle-Turpin! And uh, next to him, we have the lovely and talented
0: Nicole Spagnuolo!
2: (laughs) (laughs) Next to him, or to her, the internet sweetheart,
0: Brian Smack
2: Talk Dunaway! And the shoe-in for us winning today... Stephen, if it's major, he'll spoil it. (laughs) Schleicher! And all the way from Australia...
0: Kim, what time is it in Australia? Price!
2: (laughs) (laughs) And finally...
0: Willie, the greatest mediocre golfer of all time, Gregory.
2: Bills, everyone. All right. Well, let's get started. Thank you, Scott Fletcher. Fantastic as always.
0: Hey, I have to interrupt. Uh, (laughs) Our final panelist is Scott Johnson. Scott, my mother looks like a combination of Charlize Theron, Sharon Stone, and Angela Lansbury. Johnson. (laughs)
2: I didn't write that one. Someone else wrote that. <laughs> uh, all right, well, I, I have a couple of questions for them before we start taking them from the audience. And one of them is directed directly at both the sword and the laser. They currently have a, a hairy dude between them. but uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> And uh, I, wanted to, I just wanted to ask, what is it like jumping from an audio-only podcast with a very interested, focused, niched audience to this big, blown-out video thing, you now have on YouTube at uh, Geek and Sundry. What is that like, Veronica? Ladies first. Will you, how do you feel about the big change?
3: Hello, hello. Um, it's it's been wonderful, actually. I mean, it's it's you know we're we're reaching a whole new, different audience. Yes, there are YouTube comments involved, so there's that. Um, but otherwise, it's been a lot of fun, and uh, we've we've reached out to a lot of great authors. We had George R. R. Martin on the show this week, which was. <laughs> An absolute dream come true and you know it's 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 been it's been a good ride so far we're, we're coming up on episode number seven so it's been it's been good
11: yeah it's been a trial uh, <laughs> we had to scrape together some guest I'd never heard of this week no it's it, it's you know the thing is when I get that question my first reaction is the audio podcast is still there we're still yeah. doing it it's still a blast it's actually even more fun than it's ever been uh, because some people, I think, even though we keep making them, somehow think it's gone. And it's still there. It's still in the feed. And it's just making Sword and Laser a bigger and better venture. Uh, and it's been a blast to be able to, to do like the full studio treatment, to have a dragon have built a dragon. for us. And I think my favorite part of the whole show is that we're actually meeting a bunch of people who really enjoy the same kind of thing that we do. It's the reason that I like coming here, because all of you are into the same kinds of things that I'm in. And the guy who made the set for us was like, Hey, can we, can we build a dragon for you? And, I, you know, and with just us describing the show, he's like, So you want a, a castle in space? And we're like, Yes, you get it. This is, a, <laughs> this is exactly what we want. Uh, and, and Felicia Day and Kim Evie and Sherry Bryant, all the folks at Geek and Sundry, they're on the same page too. I mean, we all are make cracking, geeky, nerdy jokes to each other in emails when we're planning stuff, and it's just really, really fun.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Well, it's a good show. It's all right. Good job on that. Uh, no, we're all, we're all jealous of the, of the awesomeness that is the new Sword and Laser video, but it, it, it is interesting what you just said about how all you had to do is sort of start talking to Friends and some of those relationships and they come out of the woodwork and start throwing things your way I would I would just remind everybody that that happens here these huge prints you see Came from Paul. Where's Paul? We call him gay Paul on TMS, but he can just be Paul here Thank you Paul You know, I mean these the, the Captain America riding on the Hulk ones. I'm expecting a letter any day well, yeah, there you go. Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, that's true. There's no more mystery. Um, but that just came out of somebody saying, hey, I have this thing I can do. I'll help you do that. Um, other people do all sorts of things to help make this, this thing happen. It's true of shows. It happens with us all the time. My relationship with Scott Fletcher is basically that. It's called Fletcher one day and said, hey, do you want to do some lines for me? And we just built this relationship where now I don't like anything I do unless Fletcher says something on it. <laughs> right. <laughs> And uh, it, all of these things sort of work out that way, these relationships. So I, t- I just think that's a really good point. So um, Apple working on a standalone podcasting app. Anybody have any thoughts on that? Does that help us? Does that hurt us? I mean, remember in 06 when they supported podcasting natively and what that did. That changed everything, it right? changed
3: everything, yeah. So does
2: it, does this do that again? If they, if they get a focused app that's like part of iOS 6? And don't worry, Android, you got your stuff, whatever. (laughs) I don't want to get in that argument today, but but it seems like it would be a, a boon to the medium. Any thoughts up and down the table? Anybody?
3: I still think there's a huge amount of people out there who don't listen to podcasts or don't really think about podcasts. So I think, you know, anything that gets more attention to our medium, the better.
12: By far the number one question that you get on the forums and emails and everything, every way you get questions is, how do I do this myself? Please yeah. tell me how to podcast and sound as good as you. So if, you, if, if, it, if it's anything you can direct people at, it's gonna be a boon for you.
2: Yeah, it seems like more exposure is good. Dunnaway, you got anything to say on that point? Well,
13: I'm, I'm just glad they're doing it. Uh, it's gonna help. Any, anything, help that, right? anything that would unify what we're doing would absolutely help. All right, Android boy, I see what you're doing. <laughs>
2: <laughs> just
14: kidding. I, I think, uh, I think the, that actually you guys might be surprised, but I talk to a lot of people who I say the word podcast and then they look at me with a blank stare. They say, what, what is a podcast? Like it's still not a commonly known you know, thing. It's just weird to me because I'm so entrenched in the, in the world of podcasting, but a lot of people don't know. So now when you get a phone, it's going to say podcast right there. You don't have to click more. And then scroll down, and then, oh, podcast, okay. Uh, it'll just be right there on, on, the front of your app, on the front of your iPhone. So, yeah, it's going to definitely put the word podcast out there at least. And then people might go, oh, what is that? Let me check it out.
2: Yeah, it seems like shows like Ladies of Lee would benefit from... I was just going to say, can yeah. I
7: stop messing with the apps then? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. No that one. <laughs> yes. Oh, and if you don't have the
2: Nurtacular app, you should have it. We have a good one, and Nicole made it, Ooh. so you should use it. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh, and there's an Android version, so go get that one. Alright. I don't care either way. I really don't. I'm just teasing. Um, Alright, well, let's get some some questions brewing out here in the audience. Some hands up. I saw one pop up here. Let's squeeze in, do a little Donahue action. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> ask, your,
6: ask your uncle. Here you go. All right, so I don't really have a question. (laughs) Uh, I've been through a rough year, and uh, I just wanted to say thank you to everybody up there and Scott. Um, Without you guys, I don't think I'd remember how to laugh. Thank you.
2: get one over here and watch the speakers i'm going to blow my head off again there you go hello <laughs> my question
15: is hi mark my, hey, my question is at rando, any point, everyone
1: that's rando
4: hi at any
15: point when you guys are doing your podcast does it actually feel like work or are you just having a lot of fun going on the microphone and just saying whatever comes out of your mind
4: it's, it's the prep work that kills me. Um... <laughs> he doesn't do any prep work. I, 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 no, I Which in, is why he does I put in so yes. many hours each week just thinking about what I'm gonna say. The um, fact that
14: he's still alive shows you how much prep work he does, it's, right? Because yeah. <laughs> it
4: tough. kills him. Yeah. It's tough, it's tough. And what we try to do in the instance is, I, I'm trying to think of the last time we were actually wrong. And, you know... We, Never. We, we're never. pretty much on the money all the time, yeah. so, and that's where it pays off. So, yeah, it, but no, it never feels like work.
11: I can't believe you script every word you say. It's, it's just it's, um, it's the same commitment.
3: It's, um, it sounds really natural. Um, it's... Um, yeah, see,
2: you can't do it
11: right now. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Cue
3: card line. Yeah, somebody.
2: <laughs> this is, uh, This is my impression of how things go on The Instance. Okay, so when Randy was on, meticulous preparation, mm. incredible focus on the details, looking for all the research we could find, Here's what it sounds like now. Hey, T, how's it going? Good, we got notes?
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> like an oi or something in there. <laughs> That's not true. He's, he, as you know, he's an idiot for information. But, but uh, all right, you got somebody on your side? Oh.
5: Hey, there we go. Yep. Hey. hey. Nice
2: work, good job. Hey. Brian Ibbett, everybody, Brian Ibbitt. <laughs>
5: i uh, got someone over here with a question.
7: So, uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. Uh, <laughs> uh, my cur- uh, question is directed towards Brian. Uh, whatever happened to Obsidian?
13: Uh, we don't know. We lost him in Columbia <laughs> back in uh,
7: 2007.
13: Uh, actually, we talked to him recently on Comics Coast to Coast, which I do with Joel Duggan right here, uh, about ten episodes ago. He's doing fine. He's doing a lot of new uh, art projects, and there's even been rumors on the final score about maybe doing a little... Extra Life. Get just a little the, reunion show. Something like a little get, get together.
2: Because <laughs> we love the Colombian, Love the Colombian. Honestly he, he is just so busy right now. He's got, um, I don't know if you've been following his artwork at all, but it's insane. He's gotten really really good and he's got commissions up the nose. He's doing a lot of cons this year. Yeah,
3: we, we hung out with him at Dragon Con yeah, last he year. Does, it he was does. a lot yeah. of fun.
2: Like he's going again this year. So yeah, but if that happens, we'll make sure everybody knows about it. We'll probably announce it on the Morning Stream. Yeah. Morning Stream. Yeah. Just trying to pimp all the shows as we go here. You got another we're one over keep, there?
5: We're gonna keep saying those three letters all day long. Right. They're gonna T, keep cheering M, every S. time we say it.
2: Yeah.
5: You got somebody. I got somebody. You get
2: this one right. All right, right here.
6: I just wanted to say that I enjoy all your shows that I listen to. Thank you. And I was wondering for anyone who wants to answer, what are, what is your one show that you always your podcast that you always want to go to and listen to?
7: I'll say my favorite podcast right now is Major Spoilers. <laughs> oh. I love it. That's
15: yeah. <laughs> uh, Mine is also Major Spoilers. No, I, I take that back. I, I love the morning stream and I love, uh, I love listening to the instance, even though I haven't played World of Warcraft in We get that a lot. Two years. <laughs> yeah, so. We
2: get that quite a bit. It's weird.
9: I, I would say the final score because I've just never been asked to be in Yeah.
7: Well, you could just take my spot every once in a while. We sound alike, right?
16: Brian
2: and Nicole are alive. in charge of booking. I don't know what's going on. I just show up. I love listening the sack myself, right? Tom, what's your favorite show? Do you have one?
11: My favorite podcast? Yeah. The Economist.
1: Mm. <laughs> No, that seriously, so I, I
11: listen to a lot of podcasts. I, a lot of the podcasts that folks up here do. Uh, but the three podcasts that I never miss every week, and there are only three that I make sure that I always have time for, are the Economist podcast. Uh, the NASA cast, uh, which is just a real quick update of everything at NASA, and the Instance. Ah. Yes.
2: Yes. You know, it's the World of Warcraft podcast, so, so you
4: don't so know. have
14: to... Right, I felt like, I like I had to listen to, until you Started yeah. doing.
4: It. I like to listen to Hypothetical Help, but <laughs> yeah. it, it's so irregular that I just can't. It's like they just take breaks for no reason, and it's it's frustrating. But yeah, yeah. I still love it. I think yeah. it's a good one. Do you have a favorite?
3: I have to say, I ha- I hardly have any time to listen to podcasts anymore because I'm trying to cram so many books in my brain. Yeah. Like with, uh, I listen to audiobooks every chance I get to try to keep up. But uh, I do love Ladies of Leet. Yeah. I do love my girls. Yeah
1: very
2: nice. Who'd we miss? R- Randy. Randy, what are you listening to right now? Like right now with your buds back behind that hair.
12: <laughs> I, I listen to Film Sack over and over. <laughs> and over. It's, so, it's so repeatable. It's so re-listenable.
2: I do that same thing. I, th- some people think we're a little bit weird for re-listening to a show we're on because usually you're like done with it. you know, move on, but I love doing that.
12: No, the Dirty hairy episode of Film Sack, I've probably heard it 45 times.
2: Stay tuned later today, where we'll talk about the masters of the universe. All right. anybody else want to pipe in on that? I didn't want to... Miss anybody? Dill's old got my favorite? extra
14: life radios. Mm. Yes,
2: old ELRs. ELR. Oh, All right. Good choice. <laughs> Very nice.
14: I'm back oh. on it. It's it's a kick. I'm into. You know? I
2: like that San Francisco Giants podcast. That you oh did. yeah, torturecast. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there's <laughs> some
14: there's Giants a few fans. actually. Somebody here is wearing like a jersey and a hat. And shout out to that guy. Represent. Yes.
2: <laughs> awesome. All right, another hand up. A uh, whole bunch. Let's get this one right here. You look dressed up for winning something today.
15: Yeah, sometimes. All right. <laughs> um, actually, this is
14: directed at you, Scott. Oh, okay. um, I'm a big fan of Diary of a Cartoonist. Mm, yeah. And I was wondering if you're going to be kind of continuing throwing more on there? Yeah.
2: Um, Diary of a Cartoonist, as some people know, started out as kind of a video show. It was, just gonna, it was me giving tips on things I would draw for the comic or whatever. That actually rolled into a project I did for Veronica once for uh, Mahalo Daily. Remember that? That was back in the day. That's old school. Oh yeah. seven, was it? <laughs> yeah. Weird. Uh, yeah, it will come back. Um, I, I was just a couple of weeks before this, thought, you know what, I should put one out and talk about this event. And it's the perfect thing to sort of just share personal thoughts. Because that's what it turned into. It became a, a diary where I could just say, this is what's going on, and this is what my kids are saying, or, you know, more of a personal whatever. And I know people, some people like that, some people don't. But it was more therapeutic for me to just sort of. Lay my life out a little bit. Um, but yeah, it'll come back. am going to work on that. It's just ha- the time has been rough. It's like, well, yeah. It's like I have an instance to do or that. Well, I'm probably going to do that. So, Oh, gift. See? I told you. These come past and furious. Look at that. Blizzard uh, messenger bag. Wow, awesome. Those things are awesome.
1: All right. All right got nice.
5: Somebody over here.
6: Can we ask, can yeah, we can ask you ask go ahead. Can I ask a question? i throw oh, bag. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, yeah, how This one's
6: back? for all of the panel, but more specifically for Scott and Tom. Um, What is it that you guys go through when you guys have podcasts that end up ending like for Tom and uh, Scott, you guys both just had uh, current geek and forecast come to an end? What is it like for you guys when something that you've put so much time to into? Um, ends up coming to an end. What kind of an emotional roller coaster is that for you guys? Sometimes,
11: Tom, you go first. Yeah, I have to send Scott a lot of Kleenex. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, yeah, it seems to be the thing we do now, Scott.
2: <laughs> ending shows together. Yeah, <laughs> as gracefully as we can. We got
11: to keep starting them so we can keep ending them. Yeah, uh, it, it's it's never fun to end a podcast, but when we do as many as we have, there's always the consolation of being able to throw more energy into the other ones. So there, you know, you try to focus on the silver lining and there's a lot of conversations. And Scott, I have to give huge credit to for being professional and excellent to talk about things like this. Like, eh, are we still into this? You know, I totally want to keep working with you, but is this the right thing are or people, are people enjoying it? Let's evaluate it. Objectively Uh, and that that's been the case in both current geek and forecast. I think with current geek It's kind of Scott started the conversation and forecast. I started the conversation, but it was a conversation It was an agreement amongst both of us to be like, okay, you know what? I think it's I think we could do something else better for more people's enjoyment than this and that doesn't mean that either one of those shows were bad uh, and it doesn't mean that that concept is dead forever, you know, what is drowned may never die, and we drown forecast and current geeks, so who knows? Yeah.
2: Maybe. Nice Game of Thrones reference there, I like that. <laughs> um, I, I would maybe just tack on that or reemphasize kind of what he said, I think it's a really important thing that it's taken me even a while to learn, and that is, when you have these, the kinds of relationships that I have with these people on stage and the kinds they have with each other, you want to always have that ability to be able to go, should we assess things? What's this looking like? I mean, most of the shows that I produce right now are nowhere, anywhere near a conversation like that. But one day there will be one, about one of them. And I've, I've always wanted to try to foster, and again, I've not always been great at this, but foster this ability for the people involved to just have an honest, straight up conversation. This is hard when you guys are all out making your own shows and you find a good co-host, let's say it's somebody in your raid team or a friend in school or something, and You start a show and then he kinda starts not showing up as much and he seems like he's not as interested and it just kinda goes unsaid and everyone just fades away. Tom
12: is right here,
2: you know. He's sitting right there. (laughs) He's sitting right there. But that that is something unique to to those two shows. That didn't happen. We were we had the conversation Ah. and you know, did what we had to do. I didn't didn't see see where it was going. Yeah, yeah.
11: (laughs) I wasn't sure either. Uh, no, I would just add that, you know, you, you're not, we're not going to try as many ideas if we don't think we can kill them. Uh, oh, right, seriously. Right, right. Like, right. Stuff We're like, we don't know if this is a good idea, let's give it a shot. And if we're like, oh, if we give it a shot, we must do it forever, then you're less likely to give something a try.
2: Yeah, this need to just do 300 shows and never stop is, is, is dangerous, I think. It's bad for relationships and it's actually bad for the content, ultimately mm-hmm. bad for the listener. And it's just good to be able to have those conversations. Sometimes you can have a long-running show like the instance that just goes on forever, and no one wants to quit. And it will. It'll just keep going. Will there come a day? I don't
4: know. Maybe. I really like Coverville, though. I don't see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, Coverville's all right. Mister One Thousand Episodes over there. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Almost. That's next year, right? Next year. That's you hit next a year. That'll be.
5: Uh, Nerdtacular 13 will be Coverville 1000. Yeah. Nice.
2: Yeah.
5: Where you cover the music.
2: Yes. <laughs> How meta. But it, I just think it bears repeating. If you wanna have a plan, not necessarily an, uh, uh, an exit plan necessarily, but just you know, like we experiment with seasons now a lot. You probably see that on the network. We're doing that with autopilot. And we're, ready, we're doing season two. We can announce that now, that's happening. Yeah. But, it, but it gave us... But it gave us a chance to be like almost normal media a little bit, to be able to say, well, here's this set thing. And if we can assess it at the end of every set thing. And if we are digging it, and the numbers are good, or whatever our motivations are, then we keep doing it. If we don't, we can maybe change that and say, we're like Firefly. We ran one season. <laughs> and everyone loves Firefly Forever, probably because of that one thing. Or not entirely, but you get the idea. So well said, Tom Merritt. Uh, more hands up. Let me do one over here. Let's start, let's go
1: here.
13: Uh, first I wanted to say thank you, and
16: thank you, Scott, for everything. I'm sure everyone feels the same way. Um, my question was, first of all, um, Scott, you, and, and everyone
13: really, um, I, I love how authentic and, um, legitimate,
16: you know, you are on the air. And um, my question is, Scott. It's mostly directed at you, but anyone else who'd like to answer. Oftentimes on the
13: air, um, you share, you know, personal stories, things about your life, and um, I just wonder sometimes, you know, do you ever regret that? Do you ever, you know, <laughs> do you ever worry a
16: little bit about that? Uh, you know, what are your thoughts on that?
2: Do you listen to the Morning Stream? <laughs> all, right. all right. Well, that's where all the dirt comes out. Um, no, I don't, because. I said it earlier, and I'll reiterate. I feel like, uh, this is weird, I know, but I feel like there's, this is more family than it is host audience. And you guys are cool with that, right? Like, like, like I'm okay saying, you know, I, okay, I have a fear of pooping on a plane, all right? I don't know where it came from, it's never happened, but it's there. And I'll share it with the morning stream. <laughs> And do I regret it? No, because it's just, it's a fun thing. And all the Twitters yesterday were, I'd say, all right, big day tomorrow. I've got to get some sleep. And every reply was, don't forget to poop before you get up and get the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> don't forget to eat this time. Don't forget to whatever, whatever my, you know, whatever crap I spilled on the show. But I don't regret it. I mean, if I, I don't know. I mean, I feel like there's, there's, maybe there's a line, but, and I, but I don't think I've hit that line. I mean, my family is, is into this as I am. And so talking about my children or my wife on the air, is something that comes natural and I don't feel like it's a weird thing. Um, but I also respect, there are, there are hosts who just aren't gonna do that, who wanna keep you know, personal private life private and totally personal and then the show is just the show and that's totally cool. I'm not saying that's a bad way to do it. I just suffer from this sort of sense that all of you are sort of in on it. You're all in on the joke, right? And I, And the more that happens, the more fun it is for me to lay bare my Stupid things. Right? You, you do run
12: risks. Yeah. You know, like anyone who's ever heard your Chee chis story will never eat there again. <laughs>
2: <laughs> He's not wrong about that. I think they closed down, so maybe none of us will have to do that. But uh what which?
1: It's all your fault. Well, of course. <laughs> but like things like
2: um I'm trying to think of an example here. Oh. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So you—you haven't heard. I sat in the, an Office Max parking lot and ate six tacos one afternoon. And it was one of our more, probably more entertaining episodes, wouldn't you say, Brian? We had a good time with it.
5: Absolutely. Yes.
2: It's all in sacrifice for the entertainment, people. Well, the things we do for the show for right, you people. The sacrifices. It's crazy. Oh yeah. That's right. Don't remind me. I still don't know what that guy was doing. (laughs) But that's more embarrassing for him than me. So that's fine. Anybody on the panel have uh, anything to add to that? Personal life stuff versus? I guess guess one of the things that I try to do is try to keep um, family
15: separate from the show, mainly because they don't listen to it. Um, (laughs) But I think people that do listen to the shows know that my son is really uh, a part of the comic experience. Because here's a little guy that knows a lot about comics and he's five. Uh, but I don't like saying his name because, you know, you never know what's going to happen. So people who listen to the show know, know that I just refer to him as the boy, and people know that, and it's cool. And that and, totally works. I mean, I have an advantage wife.
2: right now, which makes me ancient, but my kids right. are 12, 15, and right. 18. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Where are they, anyway? Um, and they're, so they're, you know, they're, they're old enough to... See, you got i've said this on the show before and they've never heard me say this so surprise family but i i feel like what i do has made us a tighter unit as a family because they get to participate and they're not afraid of it and they're not right. freaked out by what dad does in fact they think it's fun and so nick's running around with his friend here today thinks it's the greatest thing he gets to do every year why probably because it's a family thing you know it's not just because he gets to come listen to people talk about stuff he doesn't care what we're saying today like none of this matters to Nick, but and we'll get him to do the town prior at some point. Um, yeah, that's a tradition. Must carry on the tradition. But, but yeah, that's a. I mean, so so what he's saying is good and right. And what anybody, anybody does. I'm not. There are no rules for this. That's maybe one of the exciting things about what we do, and also one of the riskier things about what we do. I mean, I can draw the Hulk and Captain America and hope that Marvel doesn't call me <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it's covered as parody or, or, yeah, it's a thing Tom could tell me about probably because he's a nerd about that. But anyway, that's, I think that's basically it for me. You guys, anything else? Well,
14: I think that something that happens the first time you actually share something that's potentially really embarrassing and uh, you feel really weird about saying it and then you realize that uh, you didn't lose family and friends and fans because you said it, and then you realize that maybe I don't need to live my life totally in secret, and I can say whatever I want, and people will just be fine with me the way I am. And actually doing it on a show kind of changes the way you look at the world sometimes. You're just like, yeah, I can say that, you know, I ate six tacos. Sure, why not? And, and you know, I, I will say I love the Doritos taco, and, I, you know, I'm not embarrassed to say any of these things. anymore. it's so embarrassing. Yeah, what whatever. But, you know, I mean, the, these types of things, I did at one point in my life feel like I didn't want to share these things with people. And if I don't know if anybody's ever listened to Hard Edition, uh, where... Uh,
1: okay, yeah, we got,
14: actually, Samantha, one of my co-hosts, is here. But on that show, I got pretty ridiculously graphic about stories in my life that maybe... I shouldn't have, but, you know, nobody really seemed to mind, so we just continued on, and it was fine.
2: Well, the beauty of the shows I do, and anyone who's done anything with me knows this, but I don't edit. At all. At all. Live to hard drive, baby.
12: Especially if you beg him to edit something. (laughs) Right.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's happened a couple of times, mostly with Randy, but uh, (laughs) no, that's not true. But it's, you know, Terpster may say some horrible, racist, terrible, No. (laughs) sorry about that, by the way. (laughs) It, it stays in, man. It stays in. Okay. Yeah, but you got someone on that side? I got
4: someone over here. And you know
5: what we haven't been doing is taking people's names as we ask their question. We, just we should be doing that. Just take their question. No, we want to know who you are. Say so. your
13: name real quick. Oh, uh, my name's TJ. I'm from Utah's Hat. All
2: right, Utah's Hat, go. That's TJ Idaho.
0: from
13: Utah's
2: <laughs> Hat. Yes. <laughs> All right, here we go.
10: Hey, I'm Bob from Utah.
2: Um, real quick, <laughs> don't be embarrassed. Utah connection, baby, live it up.
1: <laughs> well, I've, been,
10: I've been listening since 2007, and this is the first time I've even bothered
2: to come down here. So, um,
10: first off, I love the, the video YouTube video of you playing Minecraft for the first time. I love it. Epic.
2: <laughs> that wasn't let's talk about embarrassing things online. It Minecraft. was. Pretty, <laughs> yeah. Um,
11: I listen to your show, and I see that you have like a dozen shows, and wow well, no, I didn't count and you have kids, and I know
10: that life's busy, I have four kids. How do you find time to even play Warcraft or Old Republic, or how, do you, how are you balancing this all?
2: Um, I get that all the time, and definitely we should, we should ask, you know, like Veronica brought up the point about her two book shows she does, yeah. and I don't know how you do that.
3: I haven't played a video game in a month. And I'm we're playing. talking, we're talking. Like it's, <laughs> I know, I know. No, so remember what we just Talk. said
14: about revealing embarrassing right, information? Right, yeah, you right. just, just okay. He just embarrassing. That's the one thing you cannot say. I
3: mean, I'm not going to lie to you guys, but I mean, so <laughs> So I do I do two book clubs now. I do Sword and Laser and I, can I say the name of the other you show? You can say
2: the name of the other
3: show. All right. So I also do another show called Vaginal Fantasy mm. on Google Hangouts. <laughs> And that's with uh, Felicia Day, Kyla Casby, and Bonnie Burton, and we talk about uh, erotic, paranormal romance, and science fiction and fantasy, and which is great. And that's another one of those shows where you say a lot of things, and later you're yep. like, maybe I shouldn't have said that, but it's great. It's very cathartic. Um, yep. But yeah, it's it's kind of difficult because so I'm, I read the main pick for Sword and Laser, and then I read the main pick for Badge Fan, and it's like.
2: Badge Fan. Badge Fan. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much for you know, that. I <laughs> I don't wanna work blue or anything, but there are some badge fans in the crowd today. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but it is hard because like for Sword and Laser, like we wrapped up Tagana, which was our most recent book pick, uh, earlier this week or last week, and I finished it the morning of. Oh, like man. it's it's getting to a point where it's it's increasingly more difficult to keep up and then you don't have time to do all the other stuff you wanna do, like Play Diablo three, for example, so it's been it's been tough, but you got to just make the time. I guess I, I haven't figured out a way to kind of time manage all of that yet, but yeah. um, I, only,
4: I only manage about 50 hours a week now on games, and it's it's tough. You've got to make sacrifices, though.
3: It's almost like I kind of want to just start like a new gaming show where it's just me playing a game and like you said, like just talking about it, so that way I actually work it into my schedule. Guys, right.
1: yeah,
2: we would totally <laughs> watch like that, wouldn't we? Would we a thing watch I that? have to do. <laughs> I would watch that.
3: We'll just call it Veronica Plays Games. Yeah. That's it.
2: Verona noob or something like that. <laughs> um, Are you well, calling me a noob? No. no. <laughs> you got to watch it. Let, let the Wookiee win. Let the Wookiee win. Um, one last okay, thing real quick I want blood. to say about that. My wife is key to me being able to balance it, honestly. And I don't, I'm not just looking for cheap applause here. I really mean without her and her lifestyle choice that is saying, living with me. <laughs> There she is. Uh, she she really does pad it, make it possible. I'm not playing WoW 50 hours a week, but I'm raiding with my buddies for two on a Wednesday. You can do that. You can fit that thing in there, and you can still go and you know shoot targets and start fires with Nick and. Uh, <laughs> uh, Oh, by the way, I, I knew really it. The truth <laughs> comes
3: out. Yeah, I really timing.
2: appreciate all the get-out-of-the-fire jokes I've been nice. hearing. <laughs> oh, <Nice>. that's awesome. <laughs> Even though that fire, that fire was like a mile over my, uh, behind me, I was, we were pretty freaked out, but I appreciate the joke. Thank you very
3: much. <laughs>
2: Any other thoughts on that before we uh, grab somebody else? We're good? I'm going to do one more back here, and then I'm going to get an IRC question. You guys and then gotta I'm hit
3: gonna hit the middle here. This and then
2: we'll like get the really middle more. Cool. All right, middle, yeah, middle world, I'm coming to you. Hey. So, let's, uh, you've had your hand up I'm forever. Out let's, for you.
1: let's
16: get you going. Say your name. Hey, I'm Sakani from Southern California. Hi, I'm Stagy Glad from Northern California. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm standing up here. Uh, my question was I know a lot of you guys do podcasts or video casts or whatever for a living, or it supplements what you do for a living. Um, what challenges did you guys face in transitioning to doing this for a living, as opposed to a regular nine to five day job?
11: Finding someone to pay you for it. Yeah. yeah. Seriously. Right. You know, I, I, feel, you know I, I feel incredibly lucky that what I do for a living is shows. Uh, and that's because I was lucky enough to get a job in 1999 working at a television network where Leo Laporte worked so I knew him so that when he started taking all the risks and putting himself out there to launch a network and make it work that I could go ride on his coattails later on once it proved to be successful, and I didn't have to take as much risk. <laughs>
1: uh,
11: and you know, and I've been lucky enough to get to know Scott and be able to do a bunch of shows with him that you know, we can, we can try to get out there and figure out how to make some money on or not, but they're fun, and it helps with the things that we do make money on because people then get interested in Scott's comics and The Instance, and they get interested in tech news today. Uh, so it's, uh, there's no secret to it. Uh, You just have to be willing to take a jump. The biggest jump for me was leaving CNET to go to TWIT, to be like, well, is this thing going to be around, or do I care if it's going to be around? Should I just go jump and and try it anyway? Yeah, good good answer.
14: Uh, Any other thoughts up there?
2: I think most of us still probably do... Work though, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> awesome yeah, a day job. It's yeah, cool because, like, Dill says that, but he works for a podcasting company, which is totally well, bad. yeah, so
14: podcasting got me the ability to work for a company that hosts podcasts, but um, it's still
2: it's related and it's cool in that way. Yeah. Like, Turpsters and video games. He works for the Yogs cast, you guys. Yeah. Right. Am I not supposed to say that? Am I supposed to say that?
4: No, you're allowed to say that, that's fine. <laughs> um, Billion <laughs> views, most successful UK YouTube channel, you know. <laughs>
2: It's nothing. it's nothing. It's nothing. One billion views, yeah. It's I don't know how they do it. It's amazing. Um, but, but I think uh, to answer from my perspective, because I really did make this weird leap in 2008 and just kind of went for it. That isn't to say I've got to do a client thing here or a weird illustration job there to make it work. And I do. I have to. Um, that's, I think, the trick. There is no show up, did a show, when's my m- money roll in. Kind of action right that isn't how it works um people always people email me and say i want to start a web comic how do i do that and i'll say well you should probably get 20 strips or so then put it on a site twitter and facebook are great we didn't have that back in 2001 so you're an advantage blah 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 and they all say well how how do i get t-shirts and mugs on the site how do we get that going right. like you wait 10 years and then <laughs> right
1: because
2: <laughs> it just takes it takes time and it takes dedication and you can't just quit sort of and then kind of come back to it and, you know, I mean, I guess you can, but you're not going to have as much, uh, as much results. For me, it's this combination that I've always been really grateful for, which is the art side and the media and the production side. And those two things cross pollinate and pay for each other all the time. So I can have a really good month in podcasting and a lousy month in illustration work and that'll flip the next month and it just evens out. But the the core of it is what's the phrase luck favors the tired or whatever?
11: Fortune favors the bold.
2: <laughs> is that the one? I like yes. yours better. It was really good. All, All right. Good. Yeah. Luck
11: be a lady tonight. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> but so, I really I really believe that. Had I not worked really hard on other things, I would have never gotten to know. I mean, Veronica listened to the instance once. Kind of got hooked on it. She was playing the game. We got to know each other because I used to call CNET, uh, buzz out loud, and leave messages. Oh, that's a Scott from SLC got, guy again. <laughs> got to meet Tom that way. Those relationships are are really important to me. But they're they're not just simply, oh, this is what that gets me. You know, it's just that all this together, it almost answers the other question about how you do do it all. You just kind of have to do it all. Throw as much spaghetti against that wall as you can, and just see which pieces stick, and then. Go with those pieces. You do, you, do, you do it because
11: you love it, and you look for opportunities for it to help you
2: keep doing it. Right. But if you're
11: doing it because you want to make money at it, it's not going to work.
2: Right. I mean, that, like, I'll give you one example. So when Randy left the instance, he did it for work reasons. He had an amazing opportunity. You guys all know what it is. It's that meatpacking plant we keep talking about. <laughs> uh, no, he got a job at Blizzard, and it's, how awesome is that, first of all? Secondly, we were stoked for him, but I was miserable about it. Because there's my longtime co-host out the door, because he has to. And I'd have been better with a thing where we both, you know, like we talked about before, agreed on it somehow or something. But that wasn't what this was. This was a forced, he had to go. And that doesn't mean that we, didn't, we carried on. And I couldn't be more happy with the way things are going on in the Instance. It's a new era. It's a new bunch of faces. But I feel like we're rocking it, as much as we've ever rocked it. But, <laughs> But I'll tell you what the saving thing there was. It was, well, we still have Film sack. That was really important to me. So I'm, that's, I'm trying to illustrate the point that there are, there are ways to just keep it connected. You don't have to, Ibit it could tell me tomorrow, you know, TMS is crap, <laughs> done. You get somebody else. I mean, that'd be terrible, right, but.
1: Uh, think- well, since
5: you bring it up. <laughs> <you> know,
2: <right? laughs> But then we would say we still have film sack, right? That's my go fall back on every time
5: actually since you bring that up, too uh,
2: <laughs> All right, let's get I a really quick didn't one. want to do this here. Let's get a quick one from IRC. We got some people in the chat room Who you got?
5: All right. We have two quick statements and one question. All right one statement from Sabalon Sabalon <laughs> In the tadpool IRC chat You yeah, Ooh, yeah. <laughs> statement is for Veronica. Yeah. Congratulations on the engagement.
2: Oh, okay. Thank oh you. yeah. Thank you. Wait, can we have a can we have a quick vote? Does she stay Veronica Belmont or hold on.
4: Veronica Turps that just No.
1: Say,
2: <laughs> <laughs> or does she become the coolest sounding like spy lady name ever, Veronica Block? Oh. See, I'm just saying.
3: Belmont Block. Blockmont. Blockmont. I lose the whole Castlevania thing. Yeah, it's very
2: Castlevania. Alright, sorry, next thing. The
5: other quickie is from Frozen Falcon. Frozen Falcon! And I'm going to read it in his voice. I'd like to give a shout out to the Tadpoolers from the Nerd House. Yeah, Yeah.
2: Man, you guys got weird in a year. <laughs> We're just trucking along, word of the day, just doing our thing. These guys just lose it. It's great. Love you guys. All right. And now so, the actual question
5: yeah. from Thunder7. 7. Thunder7! 7. This one is for Scott, though it could easily apply to any of you. How many hours a week do you put into preparing and performing podcasts?
2: Oh, jeez. Wow, I don't track it. <laughs> um... All of it. Right. Um, (laughs) I don't know, probably, I don't know. Like it doesn't have a time frame. It's sort of like, oh shoot, Terpster's at E3. We can't record this week. Can we do it Thursday? Sweet. We didn't do that. But if we had, we would have worked it out and then we would have changed hours and it would have messed up a time for something else and maybe pushed that somewhere else and I don't track it. But when you work for yourself and you're trying to build something like that, I think you kind of have to, you can't go, all right, it's 5.30.
6: Well, I'm out of here.
2: (laughs) Some days it goes a little longer, some days shorter. You try to fight your battles when you have to fight them, pick your battles, and that's a terrible answer. I don't have a real good answer to that question. (laughs) Anybody have, like, anyone up here just, like, meticulously track how they do their stuff? Six hours. (laughs) (laughs) It's a
13: lot more than that.
3: Tom does all the hard work for the video show for Sword and Laser, so he does that during the weekend. But yeah, we record on Mondays for the audio show. That's about an hour, and then I do the post-production, like the editing and stuff. And then the show itself, the video show, is like... We get in on Tuesday mornings. We shoot from, from four till about seven. And then, but we're then we're there the whole day, like getting everything together and sorting it out. So yeah, and Man, then they I'm handle d- all the. And I have two other
2: shows on that day.
11: Yeah.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah, he's
11: busy.
3: on those Tom's days. a busy guy on Tuesdays. I can tell you
2: like on TMS mornings, it's the day, it's the day before. So I'll gather all that news, put it in a doc. Uh, probably, uh, so prep time's probably an hour. And then the show's an hour and a half on average. So that gives you an idea. For the instance, you kind of gather stuff through the week. Oh, did you just see what happened with the beta? Blah, blah, blah. And you just sort of plug them into a, a shared dock. And by the end of the week, spend maybe a half hour, 45 minutes assembling what you've seen all week in some sort of you know, semblance of organization. Get these two bozos on the line, go.
15: I think it depends on you know, what show we're doing. But- uh, if you take the pre-production, production, and post-production, it's about a two-to-one ratio. So for every hour that you have of final content, it's about two hours of prep time. And of course, with Critical Hit with Rodrigo, I'm just counting my time with Rodrigo who puts the campaigns together, you know, he's spending, you know, a crap ton of time Good on Good job,
1: that, Rodrigo.
4: Um, if you don't have the time, um, just find someone who does. So that, that, <laughs> that really does work good. well. All yeah, right. de- definitely. It takes about, I reckon I do about an hour and a half podcasts a week. Yeah.
2: Maybe. I mean, FilmSack, we all have right. to watch a movie. So sometimes yeah. our prep time is two and a half hours of crap. <laughs> you know? And then we're I all give, taking Scott. notes.
13: I give Scott a hard time when he picks a long movie. Sometimes he'll pick something that's epic, like three hours, and I'm like, Scott.
3: <laughs> I guess if you put the reading part of Sword and Laser into right. the prep, then that's a little more. A lot more, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: So actually, just real quick on that point, is it... Do you... Are you feeling the strain of that, having to, to, to still support the listeners, but then support this new expanded video audience? Is it... Uh, this kind of goes back to a question forever ago, but what's that like?
3: changed i don't think too much for the audio podcast at all i mean we've really just expanded the discussion for the book picks into the audio podcast a lot more so yeah that hasn't changed it too much i think the most thought process i put into the audio show is what to drink for that particular episode but
2: (laughs) well like you guys keep saying it isn't hard if you love it so you just do it yeah it's fun if you hate it time to have that little sit down and discuss it and maybe it's time but if you're loving it like i don't care if you know, if a movie's too long and I hated it real bad and the notes are bad and the clips don't fit, it doesn't matter. I'm gonna to get to hang out with three of my best friends and laugh like we're idiots for an hour and a half. And it is incredibly fulfilling. And you get at least that out of it. It's not always about money. Certainly film tech isn't. Nobody wants to sponsor us. We don't know why. It's weird. <laughs> but it, but it, it's, I don't ever want it to go away, Brian. I don't want it to go away. No, I don't want it to go away.
5: Okay, 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 you win. I'll, all
2: right. Hey, give
5: us another uh, hand over there. <laughs> well, no, if we're, if we're counting the time that Veronica reads the books and that we have to watch the, the films for Film Sack, I have to count the time that I have to listen to Tom Hanks' wife sing cover songs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it all, it all adds up. Uh, got one right
14: here. Hi, this is uh, Casey from California.
2: And um,
14: Woo, California,
2: uh, woo! First of all, I want to... <laughs> That's America's side boob. As opposed to Florida, that's America's wang. Come on.
0: Casey from California.
14: (laughs) First of all, I wanted to profess my undying love for Brian Ibbitt. (laughs) That's so sweet. Give him a kiss.
2: Undying (laughs) love.
14: And I also needed to apologize to my wife for... uh, basically ruining last year's Nertacular for saying I would take a bullet for Scott Johnson. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, uh, sorry, Scott. I, nah, that's uh, all good. <laughs> and I also had a, a video game birthday for today. What's it, that? Um, today, Sonic the Hedgehog turned 21. Wow. Oh, right. <laughs> Twenty one. He, he has not wow. aged well. He has not He's aged well. well. Yeah. Sonic the <laughs> Drunken
2: Hedgehog, yeah. Old 2D pixelated uh, is the only one I care about.
5: I'm gonna I'm gonna move over here to the aisle.
2: Yeah. Do the yeah, middle yeah. Yeah. stuff. I'm gonna get in here. Uh, let's, start with, let's start with you. Let's
6: look who it is, everyone. It's Atkinson. This yeah. is Atkinson. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. No applause, Just kneel. No. Um, okay. I just want to tell you guys. I think you guys are all amazing. I aspire to be you all at once, if I can. Um, I have a request and a question. A request is for Mr. Scott Fletcher. He's uh, getting his picture taken over there. Uh, I, was, I wasn't going to ask this, but since Veronica already set the bar, would you say my favorite word?
0: Free money? No.
6: <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's not bad.
0: Uh, boobies. Boobies! Yeah. Okay, thank you.
6: <laughs> that is awesome. My
1: mother is so proud.
6: <laughs> now, I just want to ask you guys, if you suddenly had more time in the day and wanted to do another podcast, what would you do next? What would be your next topic?
3: I want to get back into video games after after Game and on left. And do you need to win, a co-host?
11: Yeah. <laughs> I would do overly dramatic news.
2: <laughs> I love this question. Let's just—I want everyone to answer this. Let's start. Dill start. Uh, well, oh
14: boy. I, I really enjoyed. Uh, I would just do Hard Edition again. I miss Hard Edition, but because uh, uh, Hard Edition we could do anything we wanted. That was the beauty of that show. There was no point to it. It was just grab anything. We pretended we were doing news, but we weren't. I mean, uh, but I really also I really kind of got had an affection for doing this uh, overtly liberal podcast <laughs> that we were doing that we never got off the ground.
2: Uh, and it was just it was fun. It's like, yeah, I don't have time. So he tried to sneak some of that tree hugging crap into the <laughs> instance. <laughs> i just kidding. We'll do
14: That's that again. Start another yeah, little yeah. podcast. Yeah, give me an extra couple hours a day. Yeah, yeah ah, talking, back, that, right? <laughs> that kind of stuff. <laughs>
9: yeah, all
2: right. Uh, how about you, Kim? Um,
9: the one thing that I really want to do is um, something on old-time radio. Ah, I, yes. I, I listen to old-time radio all the time, and I love it. And it's really hard to find how to talk about it and what the format would be. And, you know, do you break up the show or play clips of it and mm. things like that. So that's, that's one of the ones that I would really love to I am with do. you on
2: that. I love OTR. Oh, yeah. Me too. Yeah. Me too. I do the voice, but I'm not going gonna... to. Stephen. No, you have you to do it. Do it. Uh, you have to do it now. I
15: started playing Munchkin
13: yesterday. Yeah. Ah, yes. yeah. I
15: understand there's not a Munchkin yeah. podcast.
13: I want to be on this podcast. <laughs>
15: <laughs> <laughs> I've got a couple of uh, other things in the works, but uh, involving a couple of people floating around here today, but we can't talk about that. Mm, Just right.
2: We may have an announcement before this day ends. <laughs> Ooh, cool. I don't know, we'll see Johnson. Uh, Brian
13: uh, There's a podcast that uh, me and Scott Have kicked around for a real long time And actually even started on it It was a, uh, a radio show type uh, podcast About superheroes And yeah. uh, we, we record a little bit of stuff with that and, and I believe Scott lost all of our scripts
2: All nine scripts Lost <sighs> forever And it, it pissed me off so bad I scrapped the show I was like, we're not yeah. doing this now but we may, it was, it was called Heroes for You. You can yep. still subscribe to the initial feed in iTunes. That may come up again. Sure.
13: I love it. I love we were
2: kind of trying to do what you like, Kim. We were trying to make an OTR superhero show that was stupid, but and overly geeky. acted, and dumb. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah. All right, what Brian. You you're, get those new scripts to me, will you? I want it. Nicole.
7: <laughs> well, as most of you know, I'm a new mother. Yay. So. Hey. Hey.
2: We missed her last week or last year. Yeah. Last week.
7: and I did. Yeah, it was pretty wild and amazing, and it's it's a crazy crazy ride. Wait a minute! Did I
2: never tell people that Mark Spagnuolo, your husband, is in the audience?
4: Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. He had a he had a tougher time with the pregnancy because you were sick, but he he had to, he had to be helpless and watch you be sick, which <laughs> is horrible. It's horrible. It was. <laughs> yeah.
7: Uh, so I would love to do some kind of mommy... I even bought a domain called Mommy Spag, but I haven't done anything with it.
4: <laughs> I was thinking about doing something with mums as well. Yeah. But, um...
1: <laughs>
2: I love that idea. You should do that.
14: How about Babies of Leet? Babies oh, of Leet? <laughs> oh,
2: yes. That's pretty good <laughs> Quick, look
7: good. that up. That's Not yeah. bad, uh, Matteo has a onesie that says Babies of Leet. Oh, uh, that's
4: cute. Uh, Turpster. Um, I'd probably finally put it to rest and just read the phone book. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we'll see if it is all it's cracked up to be, but I don't think people would. They say they would, but I don't think they'd listen.
1: <laughs>
4: all right. Is that your final answer? Yes Alright, yes. fantastic
2: <laughs> uh, Veronica, what show, uh, did you already answer? No you didn't Kind
3: of, I was going to say Terpster should do a like a Terpster says things in an American accent podcast <laughs> Yeah, you just read stuff Yeah. Hey, I'm walking in <laughs>
2: <laughs> Can you give us a little, give us that Decker Kane As much as we tried to do Decker Kane uh, No, I can't come on. Put me on the spot Stay a while spot. and listen Greetings
4: everyone <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's See, fantastic. Hilarious. Yeah, it's really
4: uh, good. Quite a treasure you have there, Scott.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
4: I'll identify that microphone. It gives you plus ten to charisma. Unfortunately, due to Diablo's corruption, it gives you minus ten to charisma. <laughs> <laughs> See, you just pot them a little and a whole bunch will come out. <laughs> Sorry,
3: uh, B. We interrupted. Yeah, we've been. Uh, b- I've been booting around the idea of getting starting a new gaming show with a couple of people. Um, so that might be fun. And, I and now I actually want to do like play games with Veronica, where you just help me like great levels. Yeah, yeah, live stream some video game playing. That'd be really fun.
2: Yeah, I would. I would watch and enjoy that, Randy. Uh,
12: about 20 minutes ago, Terpster and I decided we're going to do a show called Vag Fan. Mm. <laughs> uh,
3: <laughs> wait, I have to say. I got the best comment ever from Ralph, who said, Badge Fan is the name of my Indigo Girls cover band. Nice.
14: Yeah. There you
12: go, that Ralph. Little
3: Paul and Storm thing for you.
2: Fantastic.
12: <laughs> about three years ago, uh, Scott and I were talking, and he, he hit me with this Heroes for You concept and yeah. said, you know, if we're going to do it, we got to have a lot of content behind it, but like up front so we can pull this off. So yeah. start thinking about you know, writing and, and providing voice. And, and uh, I, I said, what, what do you wanna like what do you want to accomplish with this? And Scott said, I keep thinking of Garrison Keeler only entertaining. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, like Garrison Keeler. Yeah, i, I was just, always fine.
12: I remember that really clearly. Actually, yeah. I think that uh, I think we should find the time to uh, get together and do a podcast called Quick Fire Questions.
1: Yeah. Yes. <laughs>
2: Okay. That's short and easy. Yep. And they write the content. So we just show up and read.
12: Win win win.
2: Done. All right. That's the announcement this today that we're starting Quick Fire Questions Podcast. All right. Uh, Tom Mara, what is the show you just can't wait to do next that is an autopilot? I need to stop. Not do (laughs) more. Had (laughs) a great podcast.
11: I have I have all kinds of ideas. Uh, kicking around all the time. Uh, Molly Wood and I are talking about doing something uh, kind of along the, mo- the lines of the production model with Autopilot where we do seasonal stuff, short stuff. We can knock it out all in one go. Um, I've had crazy ideas uh, about reviving the Tech History Today type franchise. Uh, and in fact, uh, I, I, I probably want to do things that aren't directly podcast related, but maybe books or things like that that podcasts could go along with and support.
2: Oh, so hold on a second.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: We have an announcement to make. Tom and I. We're All right, getting so, married. So forecast... <laughs> for, <laughs> well, it's legal here. It's fine, that's why you came. We'll just get married. Oh, come on, that's a good Utah joke. Anyway, uh, so, so forecast ended. But in the background, Tom and I were working on a little project that really is his baby, but he approached me very different, not a podcast. Oh right! No, even cooler. Um, we're going to put a book, possibly calendar, out based on tech news history per day. So you'd say, today June 23rd in the year 1843, so and so blew up a thing and whatever.
11: And I, I he's going to write. Thomas he's Edison it. blew up an elephant.
2: Right. He's already written tons of it. I'm going to illustrate the whole thing, and we're going to put it out there and see if anybody wants it. So we're excited about it. Love it. <laughs> So you take that energy away from forecast and you shift it over to a book. And then when we don't want to do books anymore, we'll just shift it back to something something else. else. Yeah, (laughs) Um, We're about out of time. And I hate that because I know a lot of you still have hands up in the air. This is really depressing. Tell you what, we're going to do birthday boy and then one more on that side. And then we're going to call it good because we've got to get everyone fed. So here we go, JJ. Happy birthday, dude. Wait, 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 wait,
0: wait. Oh, wait.
8: wait, wait. Oh, wait. Happy Valentine. birthday to Cowboy. Yay! K.J. I want a black fan cowboy. <laughs> can, I, can I be black fan cowboy? <laughs> black fan cowboy. Nice. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I just want to say um, thanks to, a, well, all you guys do and everything else and um, I'm going to say thanks to Terpster and Scott for getting me through a hard time and to you guys that may go take a dump in the bathroom close the door we don't (laughs) (laughs) we don't want to see your paperwork being done and and leave it a while as well that's hypothetical help season oh yeah season two
1: yeah season two is your call yeah that was my call (laughs) but
8: and then also um, my question is um (laughs) <laughs> yeah, uh, I wasn't was ask about the Bernie Mac show, but, but no, it's not that. Uh, my question was,
7: good lord, it's hard, isn't it?
8: <laughs> How do we remember everything we do? It's a good
4: question. Um,
8: <laughs> <laughs> thanks, I don't for think there is an answer to
4: it really. It's <laughs> yeah, you just gotta you just gotta go with it, just on the fly. So yeah, it's good.
8: Is it about? No, it's about your time. Oh, oh! For you, for you, for everyone that um, like you go straight to straight to tape, yeah. and Renee and I do the same thing for our podcast. For everyone else that don't go to straight to tape, how much time do you spend? And then also, my second question was for people like that don't have the big name Frog Pants or Twit Network. What are suggestions do you have for them to get their podcast out there? And you know, you have your Twitter, Facebook, and you know Google Plus. What are some other suggestions? For the Major Spoilers podcast, we just record in three different segments,
15: and it's basically live to the hard drive. For Critical Hit, we record basically a big, giant, nine-hour session, and then those have to be edited uh, into, and those equate to about four different uh, episodes, and we do that once a month, twice a month. Um, for the role play parts, there's very little editing, uh, unless there's a mistake or a gaffe that someone makes that's really egregious, but. Um, for the um, combat episodes, there's a lot of editing that has to be done because there's pauses and breaks while people are thinking about uh, what they're going to roll or doing maths, which can be hard, uh, <laughs> and then of course just the bathroom breaks that need to go on. But, um, so yeah, there's a lot of editing that's done on that show. Um, top five that we do, there's no editing on that, um, but uh, as far as promotion goes, create something that you love and that you are creating for you. and other people are going to find it and that's how you build an audience.
2: That's really it, consistency right. and just I mean yeah, I mean when you when I when I started ELR in 05, 05, there was no Twitter, there was no right, well, there was Facebook but it was there's weird. No Twitter. So so all ah. of that that came later. And so there's a huge advantage for people now, especially in web comics and stuff. And if you want to get your stuff out there, it's it takes 2 seconds for someone on Reddit to figure out that that's a hot little whatever and right. now suddenly you have an audience. That just wasn't possible in 2003. You had to just pound the sites and advertise on other you know, pages and forums and just constantly pushing that envelope and it's just not true anymore. So I think you just have more options now. Also
4: collaborations, um, you know, get yourself out there, go on other shows. I mean, Tom with TNT, you know, we've I think probably all been on it. Um, and it's, you know, it's, it's a great place to go. And you get a whole new audience uh, to see you and they might like you and then they'll follow you back home. Yeah. Right. yeah, like a puppy. Yeah, yeah I,
13: I wouldn't worry too much about editing in the beginning. Just try to get your personalities mixing together, and just uh, and have a good mic. And just have a good mic. Absolutely. You don't want, as few technical problems as possible. Get those out of the way first, and then once you get more comfortable, there'll be fewer pauses in between. You'll have a better cadence with each other, and you'll know when you can talk and not talk, and that'll really cut your editing down. Wouldn't even bother in the beginning. And one thing that um, Twitter's great, but you have to have the followers already. And uh, it's, it's easier to go into a place like forums where there's something that you have in common with the people that you're wanting to podcast about and uh, talk to those people in the forums and find out what they're looking for and kind of ask for feedback. And that's, that's probably a little easier rock to push than trying to get on Twitter and go, hey, please follow me, please follow me. You um, kind of want to get in that community and build it from there.
2: It's also less about your... Uh, content than you think. It's more about you than it is the content, so the instance was always a World of Warcraft podcast and it's still that and people come because they play the game and they may discover it because of that, but retention is different, is weird on that show. People who quit playing the game still listen to the show. Well, why do they keep listening to the show? Because they like the chemistry of the hosts. So it's never about your, your content as much as it is about how you approach it, what you're like, how you interact. It's those personalities that work. I mean, our video game, our, the final score is a show that we all enjoy and we love doing. It's not about, anybody can dig up video game news and discuss it or play something that came out last week and talk about it or review it. It's about that chemistry between those two like, and like I.
9: The elite do. And like
2: the ladies elite do? <laughs> yeah. Like the ladies elite do. Like everybody it's, up here does. It's, it's I just all about think it's key, dog. what Brian is saying is key. And it's just, it's, it's everything. Because at the end of the day, you want to talk about Warcraft, or you want to talk about Warcraft with your friends, or at least people who you can feel like are your friends. You I know, the movie Licious
7: is really hard to record because these, you know, Terpster doesn't have the same movies we do. Patrick doesn't have the same movies oh, we do. Oh, I miss do,
2: Patrick. You
7: made
4: Which me Patrick? think oh, of Patrick.
7: I Patrick. He's here. He's
4: here. I hope he's listening.
7: <laughs> but, but, I love doing that podcast so much.
4: I mean, we would do it if no one listened and pretty much no one listens. <laughs> no one listens. <laughs> <laughs> and it is. It's great fun. We we literally it's a time for us just to get together and hang out and yeah. we basically just record us hanging out talking about movies. That's how so I feel about all my podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. I mean,
1: it's good. Hey. Sorry. Everybody. I was going to say that. too. Oh, no, yeah. yeah you you shouldn't
14: even worry about people listening. Like it's I mean, I know that people want they they, they put these out there they're not thinking I like I'm, I'm just talking into a black hole and you want someone to listen, but If you do it just because you like it and you're constantly doing it, people will catch on to that and then they will start listening. But if you worry about getting listeners a little too much, I think that comes across. So I think, you know, just be yourselves, do the things that you think are good, that you think are fun, have fun doing it, and then, yeah, the listeners will happen eventually.
2: I thought, I mean, Buzz Out Loud kind of sucked, but I really liked the way those two were on that show. (laughs) (laughs) They didn't suck, but it was just great personalities, great interplay. Molly was amazing. There's a million tech shows. So why do you listen to
11: that one? Well, you like that people. we read your emails and played your too. I did like too. that. And no, I'm not saying that to tweak they you. They said I'm my saying, name. Yeah. I'm, no, but I'm saying like, that is another way to get that community on your side and telling other people about the show is involve them. Embrace them in whatever way you can or whatever way works for your particular show, yeah. but include them, and then they will go out and tell other folks why they love the show. They'll be excited about the show, and you'll get the right kind of audience. It's not about getting massive numbers. I mean, you can, you can go, you know, if you're really a celebrity, you can go out, do a show, and get massive numbers, and everybody will watch it once and never come back because it's not right for them. You want to get the people who really like what you do watching or listening.
2: Like you guys. Do you guys like it? Right. Yeah. <laughs> do one more, Brian, over there somewhere.
5: And just to cap on that, it is all about self-promotion, like making sure you tell people about the all-jazz tribute to Star Trek called Smooth Federation, arranged by the great Andrew Allen, and produced by Coverville Records, which is available on floor
1: three of this very room
5: with artwork by me. (laughs) Okay, we got one more question.
14: Alright, here we go.
10: All right, I'm Gary Fisher. I'm from Lake Forest, California. Just
14: Jerry Fisher from Lake Forest, California. That would
10: be Gary with a G, actually. But uh,
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm, It's the one job they gave me. <laughs>
10: so uh, I'm in Randy's neck of the woods now. Um, now if I can remember my question. Oh, uh, I've been wondering why Tom Merritt was not a regular on FilmSack. <laughs> Right. And so I asked Tom Merritt this morning, why are you not on Film SAC? He said, ask Scott. Nice. So Scott, what? what? actually, oh, actually, so cool. I want to know, do, who, here th- who here thinks that Tom Merritt would fit in quite well on Film SAC? Well,
2: I do. Who could
1: deny that.
2: No, no, no. Here's the thing. Yeah. I we don't want to waste people. him every week. Here's that. the plan. Tom gets, gets to come on when we finally do the thing we've been promising forever, which is watch... That stupid, what was that? The, the 2012. 2012. 2012. Oh, yeah. you said stupid. I didn't know what movie well. you meant. Because <laughs> <laughs> he loves that movie. So that's going to happen, Okay. but look how busy Tom is. Well, I, I did that, tell him I was really busy. Barring yeah. that, can you
10: rotate through basically everybody sitting up here yes. just as a guest? Yeah. Uh, just I, get them all on at some point? Well, well, yeah, just, yeah, just have ah. a, a guest. Uh, I, I mean, I, <laughs> I, I, I know exactly what all of you guys are already going to say. Yeah. No, you didn't. Uh, no, well, I no, usually think I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I know, nice uh, Brian,
12: Brian Ibbett doesn't know what he's going to say. Right? Uh, no way other people oh, do.
10: I'm a, well, he, Brian's leaving, though. Yeah, yeah he's
1: out.
5: Uh. <laughs> Tom, do you want to do Masters of the Universe for me? Right. Uh, you know I'm really
11: busy, I'm sorry. I didn't watch it.
1: <laughs>
10: <laughs> I just wanted to say one more thing. I just want to thank my wife, because Thursday night was our 32nd wedding anniversary. Yeah. Yeah. And instead of going out to dinner, she let me drive out to Thoragan's house here in Rancho Cucamonga, so I'd be an hour closer uh, when we drove in here, here in his Prius. Oh, so, fantastic. Uh, so I just, I, I really want to thank my wife, Debbie, and my daughter, Amanda, for allowing me to do this. Yeah. Right awesome. on.
1: All right.
2: I have a small correction to make. Uh, Corinne, who knows everything, just informed me that I have my time screwed up. We have another few minutes here. Oh, all right. Well, <laughs> ah! Whoa! Look at those guys. Scott, can I request, you can can I request, I request please,
14: the Hulk people in the back? I would love to hear what they've got. Uh, Pick up the orcs. So, so he's orcs probably somewhere. Point me Just turn Hulk. around. Oh, he's got a pickaxe in his hand.
4: Okay. Uh, one thing, though, if you do have questions and you don't get it answered now, come up to any of us throughout the day. Go to um, Yeah. Go oh, to okay, me. Go to And I will direct you to the right person. All right, so
0: what's, it, uh, do that.
16: what's your name? My name's Jarn. John. John you wouldn't like him when he's angry. <laughs> it's Jarn. J-R.
0: Jarn.
2: <laughs> You're making him angry. Jar. And his name is Merrick? Merrick, my brother. Merrick, your brother. Um, Merrick, his brother.
16: (laughs) We hail from the land of Kalimdor. Um, From Kalimdor? Oh,
2: dude, RP, RP, everybody. (laughs) Lokta! Listen, we we were
16: rejected by the orc horde uh, for not being orcish enough. Something to do with our father being a human and our mom being an orc. Um, So we were rejected, and we've been traveling for quite a few days. And we've went... We've you know, gone we here have a in the land minutes, of humans, right? <laughs> and we keep hearing about these video games things. Everybody talks to us like we're from a video game. Um, so we've kind of been asking you humans about video games, uh, and apparently there's a bunch of them, and we'd like to know what your favorite video games are, each of you, <laughs> and uh, what you're playing now, and what you've liked, your favorite of all time. That way we can integrate ourselves into your society. So, what do, what, quick question. Bill Durand, does this do anything
2: for you? Does this give them any leg up on the costume thing by them totally RPing it? No advantage? Okay. Okay, They get a plus. Uh All right, let's start with Tom. I couldn't understand a word he said, he's
11: speaking <laughs> orcish.
1: <laughs> Tom
14: only speaks common, so.
11: Um. Uh, right now, I'm playing Diablo three. That is that that's the game I'm playing currently, uh, like everyone else in the world. Yeah. Um, and uh, probably I don't know, my favorite game of all time uh, is probably Civilization, but it's really close tie with SimCity. Yeah. Uh, and I'm really excited about the new SimCity that they yes. showed off at E3. That yeah. looks
14: insane.
2: Yes. I can't wait to play that. Yes. Yeah, looking good. Did you
14: mention? Take that? my
3: money. Just take <laughs> it.
2: Did you mention Civ, Tom, at all? Yeah, I said that that was my favorite game of all time. There you go, Uh, Randy. Your favorite game of all time? No pressure to. You know, you can talk about your employer's games if you want. World
12: of Warcraft: Mists of Pandaria.
6: (laughs) He had to say that. It it is so
1: good.
4: There's a really good shield in there, actually. They got a, they got a yes. really yes. good shield.
2: Now Gurp's perfect arrow is way better than your stupid shield. <laughs> I
4: don't know. I
14: like some leggings. Need <laughs> that
2: expertise. Dill's pants are pretty sweet, so take that. Um, I mean, you've been, a, you were a complete Blizzard freak before.
12: Yes, that's right. Yeah. But
2: yeah. it's, it's really interesting, though. Every Blizzard person I talk to, they all still love well right yeah yeah, i mean
12: my favorite video game of all time is diablo 2 but that 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 has been the case for a decade and that probably isn't ever
2: going to change yeah all right well veronica it's up to you now i'm not playing at all right now
3: (laughs) um yeah like i said i haven't played games in a while just because i've been so busy and traveling so much but mom My favorite game, I've been playing Diablo 3 most recently, so that's the thing I've, I've, I want to get back to as soon as possible. My favorite game of the past year was Skyrim, for sure. Um, I can't wait for the DLC, I'm really excited about that. My favorite game of all time, I think, has to be World of Warcraft, just because I, I met so many of you, I got to know so many of you, it was like such a great experience even outside of the game, um, and I think it, it, it was like a life changer. So. Yeah, World of Warcraft.
1: Right
4: Right on. I actually
3: got a little verklempt, like, talking about it right now. (laughs) I get all choked up. Kind of emotional.
4: Yeah. Terpster. Um, At the moment, D3, obviously. Um, And favorite game of all time. I mean, that's like picking your favorite kid. Actually, it's harder, because you do have a favorite kid. Everyone does. (laughs)
6: Um,
4: Don't lie. Don't lie. Yeah, everyone does, definitely. It's normally the one that cries the least. Um, (laughs) I think Wing Commander 3... Um, Interesting. The, the, just having Mark Hamill be in that And Maniac He was a kind of inspiration to me as well um, And Hobbs How could you do it to me bro I, you know, I can't believe I trusted him And all the time was a traitor But anyway Win Commander 3 Great Fantastic. game Spoiler, spoiler alert. alert Spoilers? It's, how old is that game? Come on <laughs> you, can, you have to run it on DOSBox I'm allowed to spoil games that Another run on spoiler DOS. Uh, What do you say? Um,
7: well, currently I'm playing Diablo 3 and Terra. Mm. So, but it's I would good say. Combat. Yes, I, game, it's, good combat. Stupid
2: game, but good combat.
7: Having fun with it. So, right. I would say, you know, it's not very original to say this, but World of Warcraft is my favorite game because I wouldn't be here mm-hmm. without it. We um, owe that game
2: a weird grat- debt of gratitude, I, don't we? I do. We, you know, we I all bought, do. I originally
7: yeah. bought it for my husband when I was traveling for two months straight, and I came back and said, come, honey, away from the computer. And he says, no, come come see this game. Come, in. and, <laughs> come uh, into the computer. <laughs> come into the computer. <laughs> so it really, that game has changed my life for the better.
2: Yeah, Perfect. Brian.
13: Uh, we don't like to keep up with the latest technology, so on my Android device, I've been playing a game called Angry Birds. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh,
2: That's that new, new for you, isn't hot it? Hot new game, yeah. Yeah. It's
13: it's really awesome. No, I had been playing uh, Diablo three a lot of that, and I would just say my favorite game is going to be Age of Empires. Mm. Uh, it's I a good played game. the crap out of that.
15: That's true. Mr. Schleicher. I am terrible with game names, but uh, on the iPad, what is it, HD Racing 2? Oh,
2: that's a good game. Uh,
15: Because my son and I can play it, you know, the multiplayer, and he beats me all the time. Got a fast, made enough money to buy a faster car. Nice. Uh, Favorite game of all time, a little bit of old school, uh, I still enjoy Mm. (laughs) Pac-Man. Mmm.
2: Way to represent. Waka, waka, waka. waka. Kim, what's your favorite, oh, Lady of Leet?
9: So I've been traveling a ton, so I don't have really time to sit down on my console or my my gaming computer So I've been playing a lot on my iPad and I've been playing this game called plague Plague (laughs) Plague. (laughs) Killing off the world, so it's been great (laughs) Um, (laughs) My favorite game of all time is Ultima specifically Ultima 7
1: Love love Ultima. Me,
9: Me and Lord British like that? Or like that, yeah. Right. I think I'm going to marry him.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Dills.
14: Uh, well, currently, uh, back in WoW, uh, Hardcore, fully on, uh, it's, it's kind of right now, it's Diablo 3 tour or, or WoW, kind of all sit right next to each other. Um, and it's just every time I log in, I just decide on one of those. Um, I would say that my favorite favorite game when I was younger was definitely Contra, but wow, now, wow. you know, it's like na- like probably Final Fantasy X was the second game I spent the most time in after that. And then, of course, wow, now is just, I mean, I, I don't even want to slash plate. I don't want to see it. I don't want to know. Oh, I definitely no. spent the most time in that game than any other game ever. Yeah.
2: Dark Anders, you should be listening to that. Don't do slash plate, buddy. <laughs>
14: yeah, don't do it, dude.
2: Um, <laughs> all right, Brian Ibbett. Yes. What's your favorite? What are you playing right now? What's your favorite game? Oh, uh,
5: I thought I was exempt from all this. Uh, no way. Uh, <laughs> World of Warcraft uh, probably still up there for me. Portal. Any Portal fans?
1: Yeah.
5: And uh, all time would be Tempest. Still, still uh, old school arcade shooter.
2: Sorry. Oh, lady. do
5: you need me to repeat this? No, 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 no.
2: <laughs> no, I'm sure it was awesome. Uh, sorry. Uh, my favorite game. I got to tell you, my guy, All the hands go. Oh, he's gonna tell us. <laughs> <guy." laughs> playing Diablo three all the time. Still loving WoW. Still enjoying Tor. And I and I like Nicole. M and I don't know. I I'm playing three MMOs. What is wrong with me?
4: Are you really enjoying Tor though? Uh. Uh.
2: <laughs> Listen here, Smack Talk. Smack <laughs> Talk. Uh, I actually kind of am. Um, but it, that game has some issues. I think we can all agree on that, but we're going to work through it. Dills and I are going to cover, cover every second of the, of the breaking news that game provides.
14: We're, we're covering those issues. I right, mean, we're, covering we're not going to sit there and just be fanboys when we know that there are issues. So. I,
2: I think, though, best favorite game of all time or maybe my just most blown away experience was my first time playing the Quake demo. The first Quake right. demo came out. Yeah. Like, 96. That thing came out, and we, uh, we didn't get anything done. You either got motion sick because this was a totally new 3D thing you were doing. It wasn't Doom anymore. Or you were, that's all you did is play that thing. And I just remember just making skins. And we put like the, the boss's, the, yeah, the boss's wife where I worked, we skinned her face on all the Quake guys.
4: You <laughs> skinned her face? Yeah, yeah.
2: And her body was like, I can't remember the tattooed guy. Who's the singer? Henry Rollins. Henry Rollins. Thank you. I've told this before, haven't I? Yeah. It was such a weird time, and it was such a fantastic jump into this new, like, third dimension. I just, mm, quake, man. Those were the days. And wow's awesome. All right. Who asked?
6: Old Man Franks.
1: All right. Old (laughs) Man Franks.
6: Wow, that was loud. Uh, I just want to say to everyone on stage, everyone here, I. I hate to be Johnny come lately and say I have also gone through a fairly rough time recently I lost my mom last Monday and thanks to three people in particular well, three groups of people in particular number one this beautiful woman sitting next to me my family and all you guys on stage all y'all on the front row especially y'all red shirts right there and everyone else here you all just being here really got me through it. It's like, I can get through this if I can just make it to Nerdtacular, and then you know, I'll have a lot of joy and nerdity in my life, and I want to thank you all for that.
13: We love you, man.
6: I, I do it. A- yes, and please, get off my lawn! I, I actually, I do have a question. Um, it's It's kind of on the whole growing your audience thing, but once you do have a core audience, and you have a podcast that's Kind of not completely, but fairly heavily based on user-generated content. How do you get your core audience more interested in submitting content to your podcast?
3: I really Free stuff. a problem. Yeah. Use it. <laughs> like for-
14: I, yeah, I you just use that content, and then it, yeah. people notice that. Oh, if I send them stuff, it will get played.
2: And it's meaningful. It isn't just ooh, they said my name. You yeah, know, right, there's, real, right. there's meaningful context respond coming yeah and
14: yeah. I mean like the instance gets a lot of emails that don't get responded to yeah. which we wish we could go through and respond to every single one But we read them all though we definitely yeah, do I, I look through it every single day That's but often of day. I'm yeah. so enraged by it I just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like look I know I was wrong I get it yeah but uh, you know I mean it's yeah respond as much as you can and, and you know participate back as much as you can
2: engage 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 with your people Thank i'm not yeah
3: yeah a huge part of our show is is user contributed content like for the video show especially we have this guy aaron who sends in these whiteboard reviews every oh God, every so month good. they're Those unbelievable cool. yeah. and they're like they're like animated stop motion like cartoon drawing reviews and they're great so yeah it's it's people see stuff like that and they want to contribute and we are so grateful for that
2: anybody else up there thoughts on that it's everything to me. So. Hypo help you is, is that. That. that's all it is. It's all it is. Yeah. And we've Without got calls. calls backed up forever, you well, guys. Well, no, hang on, oh. Sending oh, I mean, calls. We we're right caught up calls. now. We're all <laughs> okay. cut up. That's good. No, we have like, we really do have like, I don't know, hundreds of calls waiting to get answered on that show. I hope none of them are dire and they were looking for an answer the next <laughs> week. <laughs> um, but, but this whole show, the very basis was, if we do the show, the point will be people will participate. That had to happen. That was a key to this. It was more important than he and I showing up and you guys and others totally did. I mean, and exactly. That,
4: we didn't show up for most of it. That's right. the problem. Yeah.
2: Well, there, we put up a new one yesterday, and there's also a new one next Monday. So. That we're Season. recording. We're recording
4: yeah. next Monday. So.
2: Oh, yeah. We didn't record it. Yeah. <laughs> no, we did record them both. Um, let's do more. Again, let's one last one right here. here. Oh, Oh, sorry. Ibit do one. Did, was there's, did something where, from, okay. Was there... Let me check. Yeah, let me check the time. Oh, now we have four minutes.
16: Hi, I'm uh, Kevin from Mississippi. Kevin yeah. from
2: Mississippi. My wife's
11: from
12: Mississippi.
6: Yay!
12: Mississippi connection. My question is for the, uh, the instance guys, specifically for Scott and Dills, but I've got a follow-up for Terpster. Um, there doesn't seem to be a lot of Hunter talk on the podcast, <laughs> and I was wondering if we could get that changed. <laughs> and uh, a follow-up is,
2: could you please do the Hunter talk thing, Terpster, he please, can. please. The Hunter Talk.
4: No, I didn't do it though, did I? That was Dills. Yeah. Me? Yeah, didn't you do Hunter Talk? Hunter
1: Talk! Thank <laughs> you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that wasn't
14: me who recorded that though. That was, no, exactly. That was, that was fan-generated content.
1: Yeah, that was fan content. Again, yeah.
4: you know, we, we use it when we get it.
14: Well, yeah. Scott doesn't use it enough. No, yeah, we get complaints clearly. actually. Yeah. I don't know if you're reading the chat room, the tadpool. Uh, but it's constantly requested in yeah, they
2: always want us to play it and it's you, What's funny is the minute we start talking about hunters more. Yeah. this it's true and Randy was on too. I, I would get heat for that Quit talking about your hunter They'd talk about yeah. something else. What yeah. about warlocks or something? No, sure. No, 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 no nobody yeah, sent not, that email no, 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 no. <laughs> It's a bad example. It's a bad. No, yeah, exactly. exactly But then if you do I mean, we are always getting accused of being having a horde bias and my answer to that is
4: yes We have a horde bias. We do. <laughs> We like the um, Horde better. Why would we? Yeah. I, I play a gnome, so I'm flying the flag. He's a weird outlier that way. I, th- but, uh, I
12: think uh, reality has a Horde bias. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well said, well
13: said. And
14: Didn't he works at Blizzard. Buttons, he would so. know. <laughs> I'll buy that t-shirt. I think that when, when I first, when you know, approached me coming on the show, I, I said, you really realize that now it's going to be two Orc Hunters representing the World of Warcraft <laughs> to a lot of people. <laughs> Is that, is that fair? And then we both looked at I think we said, yeah, absolutely. It's the greatest class race combination in the game. It's so. totally fair. Yeah.
2: Uh, we have time for one more.
9: Wait, 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 wait. I just got something to say to him. It wasn't me. <laughs> I, 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 I looked it up.
2: <laughs> brilliant. Well, I want to hit more. One, uh, I'm saying brilliant all the time. Thank you very much for staying at my house brilliant. for two days, Turpster. Right. I say brilliant all the time now. Yeah, well, it's jolly good, really. Jo- jolly good? <laughs> All right, let's get, um, nobody right in here got anything, so I'm going to just hold up. Just just oh, throw them
4: on. This ice. is hard. Do it like a bouquet at a wedding. Just just throw it over your head.
2: You get a little nervous back there? <laughs> All right, do I do a tadpole question, or do I do these guys? All right, see who's louder, saying, uh, I don't know, uh, Furt, who's the loudest Furt? Give me a Furt. Wow. No one on the DVD
14: will know what that is. Foot. (laughs) Terpster wins. You get a a code. So you pick. Someone pick. I
2: don't want to pick. Here, here. All right. Sorry, guys. (laughs) I'm not taking this
4: responsibility. I am going to get so much hate now from the (laughs) tadpole. I'm very sorry. Say your name. I'm not. Hi. My name's Aaron. I'm from Texas. Aaron
15: from (laughs) Texas. And uh, my question is for Scott, Dills, and Terpster. Oh, first, I want to get a You Can Eat Rice.
2: Oh, really? Yes. All right, I don't know if anyone saw the big truck outside with uh, the dude's face on it. That's where we brought everything in. That's my friend Andrew, who told me that story originally. He's a realtor now. Hey, I don't know if I can do this on demand, though. Or hold it down here. All right. Are you hungry? <laughs>
1: <laughs> you can eat rice! <laughs>
6: Thank you. Thank you.
16: So, Scott, Delson and Terpster, uh, one of the most awkward wow moments for me was when I was raiding
15: back in the end of Wrath, and my mother walked in my room and basically wanted me to explain everything I was doing to her. So I wanted to know if you've ever had like, a really awkward moment where you've had, you've had to explain what World of Warcraft was, and she was like, oh, uh, Aaron, who is uh, that guy you're, you're shooting fire at? And I had to tell her who the Lich King was, and, what, and it, was re- it got really weird. So I just wanted to know if anything like that has ever happened to you guys.
2: Not me. It's up to you guys. No, the most yeah.
4: awkward thing I've had is a mistell. Um, and uh, yeah, Ron, I had to leave she that girl She's sitting right next to you now. Everything's
2: fine
14: now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're looking at Which both. one? Which one? <laughs> it's happening. I, I think that was Mortal the problem. Times. Uh, actually recently I had a situation where I so I, I just graduated from college, but I was doing a. a yeah. Well, like a lot of people have done that. It's not that great. Uh, but so I was uh, I was the uh, teacher's aide for my radio class because the only way I could stay in the radio class uh, was to do that. you so take it three times, you can't take it anymore. So this is my fourth semester. So I'm I'm giving a presentation as I'm supposed to do. I have to do this at least once about something. I don't know, podcasting, whatever it was. Uh, And then the other girl who is doing Teacher's Aid decides to come up and do it as well about podcasting and then pulls up the instance on the iTunes uh, store... (laughs) And says, oh, by the way, Willie does this podcast. They get a lot of listeners. It's the, you know? And so in front of the entire class of like really cool college radio dudes, I have to go, yes, I do a podcast about World of Warcraft. And I have to, I have to just own it because I'm just like, yeah, absolutely. That's what you know. And I've, tell, I've, told, this people, I've told this people all the time, own it. You got to own it, right? Yeah. Don't act like you're a nerd because you're doing it. Like, just be like, yeah, that's exactly what I do. Uh, so I had to own it in front of all these people who looked at me with blank stares. And then a kid comes up after me and goes, oh my god, are you Dills from The Instance? Oh. I love that show. And he's in my yeah. class, so,
2: own it. No, that's, a, that's a great thought to end on because I think that's really important, and I get it all the time. Me trying to explain what I do to just neighbors is rough. Rough. <laughs> yeah. And then when they say, what's your company How can we never leave the name? house, guy so you What's can going get on asked, there? You can say, it's like radio on the internet, and they kind of get it. But then you say, what's the name of your company? And I got to say Frog Pants. <laughs> and you
4: make it so easy with Nerdtacular, don't you? <laughs> that's as a, well. a question for a different panel,
2: probably. <laughs> but like, I'll even, sometimes I'll hear Tom say something about it on TNT. And even hearing him say it, I go, oh, there are so many people that don't know what I'm doing. And yeah. they're listening to internet broadcast, right? Uh, they're listening yeah. to a show on
11: a network called Twit. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but we're all, see, like, that's exactly my point. We kind of all have this problem, and you do have to just sort of own it. And, it. and when you do, it works wonders. You have your kids come home from school and go, dad, I got a friend in my lit class, English lit class, who doesn't believe that you know these people up here. So we're sending photos of Veronica and our cat and my daughter to her friends just so he can freak out. <laughs> right, or doesn't believe that I know Dills or I know Terpster or I know Brian Dunaway or I know any of these fine people. And those are, just put a smile on your face and those make all the grandma talk worth it, you know, when you've got to go, well, a podcast is a thing where you blah, blah, blah.
14: Or the, or the letter that you read at the beginning of, of this whole event. I mean, those are the moments where you just go like, I don't care if this guy doesn't get it. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if this guy doesn't get it, because somebody
1: else does. Yeah, Yeah, that reminds me. I
4: I need to get an autograph from you for my mom. (laughs) All right. (laughs) And Scott, Scott,
7: I just want to say, that's the reason why I made Lazy Lee because I was raiding with Kim and Stephanie, and we were female gamers, and there really wasn't anyone out there talking as far as the female gamer was concerned. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, <my God>. <laughs> Wow. it was a podcast of women.
1: No, I so, totally understand. I mean,
7: that's the kind of stuff that, you know, you want to you want to find each other. And yep. podcasting is a great way to find each other. Yep.
2: Now, we're going to we're going to end this, but before I throw it over to Evic cuz he's got an announcement to make before we break for lunch. Uh, and I'll do that in just a second. I want to thank these guys for sitting up here and taking your questions.